lawmakers say the bloc has apparently failed to trace more than 80% of the Russian financial assets it is frozen. That's as officials are seeking to give the billions in cash to Ukraine, claiming the move is entirely legal. We will also be mobilized to ensure that justice and fairness are applied in relation to the frozen assets. It is right that these frozen assets be mobilized to support the reconstruction of Ukraine and be mobilized for fair and legitimate compensation for Ukraine. According to estimates based on a Bank of Russia report, nearly $300 billion worth of Russian assets are currently frozen in the EU. But as of yet, only a few tens of billions have actually been traced by the bloc's member states. RT contributor Chris Ems joined my colleague Rory Suchet earlier to discuss the implications of this issue. The thing to look at is if we look at these numbers, so the, the European Union at the beginning, they reported that they seized $258 billion of Russian assets. You know, that's gold, currencies, and they were running that really based off the, the numbers from, from the Russian government. Um, but coming back with their audit, which they've come back this way, they've only found $36.4 billion, which begs the question, where's the rest of the money gone? I mean, it looks like it's probably already effectively been taken already, or there's a massive, massive auditing error, which you wouldn't really expect from Brussels, you know, that has its own currency, the euro, run by its own central bank. It just makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. You know, obviously we've had Zelensky doing this whirlwind tour right now of Europe, London and Paris and Brussels and all that, but I guess when it comes to the issue of frozen assets or even the, the potential for stealing these assets, because that's basically what it's going to be, is theft, why now? Well, I think you've, you've hit it on the nail on the head, right, Rory? He, you know, Zelensky been going around saying, give us your planes, give us your planes. I don't think any of the European leaders and even the Americans want to give these planes because it's completely worthless because, number one, the Ukrainians can't fly them, and number two, they're very expensive pieces of kit that they need for their own national defence. So I think that's part of the problem. And then you've, you've just got just this constant, constant issue that we're seeing over and over and over again of, of, of just, just petty lies that they're just having to justify now. And really, the only way I think to justify it is to create another sort of storm of a, a story in order to, to, to make the world see that, you know, uh, I think also it's for, for the taxpayers in all these countries to say to them, hey, you know what, it's OK, we're not going to make you shell out for the next lot. We're going to give them money that is, we're going to steal money from Russia, basically. Do you, do you think they're going to get away with it? It's, uh, you know, Rory, sadly, I think they probably will. And I'll tell you for why. I mean, we saw the Bank of England do this to Venezuela. Maduro, right now, his yeah, gold. Maduro's gold is still sat in the Bank of England. All right, they haven't spent it. But the fact that they were able to get away with that without really seeming much outcry from the international community in doing it, you know, that's quite frankly illegal. You may not like the policies of a government. There are many governments around the world that you and I probably don't like the policies of. But we don't advocate that you should steal their money.